people developers in india were building products for india uh, not for the world right and now with polygon that is changing uh, people are actually inspired by the polygon i've seen a lot of messages from everywhere whenever i go on the indian uh, meetup uh, they say okay we are inspired and we want to do something as well so i realized that now people get that you know mindset okay we can also build something out of india for the world which was not the case before Thank Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Ronit, uh, Goro, uh, for having me. Thank you. And yeah, this is a typical Zoom call, right? It is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it had to happen. So, Jenny, let's start off. Um, a lot of people listening to this are live or on the podcast replay. Obviously, know who you are, what Polygon is. But for the people who don't know, just give us a brief introduction about. who you are what you do and if you had to explain your job to your mother or your grandmother how would you explain it yeah so first of all jayanti can i decide i also go by jd so if you know people some people call me jd uh, here and there um founder of polygon and polygon specifically scales blockchain and in that uh, particularly ethereum right so if you think about like multiple blockchains in the wild uh, bitcoin ethereum multiple others they are very very slow and we started uh, only one goal in mind to scale that make it cheaper for people retails uh, developers easy to use for them and that's what we do like you know we kind of create a layer on top of ethereum blockchain make it faster cheaper easy to use for developers right uh, and if you i'm just giving example like for example starbucks and meta instagram they recently launched nfts on the platforms and those nfts are on polygon so for example for 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 normal people if they are using starbucks you know loyalty program or instagram collectibles they might not know like what they are using but they are internally using the polygon that's a, that's there's a main goal of polygon itself and if again like you know if i if i want to explain it to my parents uh i'm not sure like i have i've tried to explain it, um to them but i always what what do your parents think you of, do uh they they think like i'm in software i'm a software okay. you know some it 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 right so it guy it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. IT, right <laughs> <laughs> they don't they don't understand the world of startups and investments and all those things right. so it's okay this my my son is in it right? right so if you if someone's son is in it someone's daughter is in it they just connect me with them and say okay just give them help them to get job right so that's how this is they they work right um so if i want to explain like how it works so i just give the like example of google pay i'm not sure if people know here but google pay or paypal sure. you could say on on banks are like very good example of to explain like how this should work so banks are very slow in a way like you cannot kind of do the p2p payment or over the banks in uh, outside in india like in india like now like we have a upi and everything but still like you not know, before that it was an uh, nft etc 
which was very, very slow. So I just explained people to you, hey guys, like, you no, know, we are building the PayPal or uh, Google Pay or Paytm on top of banks, which is faster and cheaper and people can build their own applications. So for example, if you are, if you want to um, do like kind of, you know, uh, take the, book the bus or, or train, you can go on the platform and do that, right? And we provide the platform for that. So I think this is like, you know, this might not work for my parents, this explanation, but for, for normal people, uh, you know, who are like, know, like what is, what is the bank and the, the pay PayPal and everything, they, they would understand like, oh, okay, this is what it is. And in the blockchain, like I try to explain it to them, like, you know, it's a new money, you can replace the money and they're like, okay, well, what are you talking about? Right. So <laughs> it's very, very, very difficult. <laughs> so as I'm looking a, forward to your explanation of web three to them. Yeah. <laughs> we're supposed they to go easy on, we're not supposed to give such a tough time, but you know what? <laughs> But you know what? To be fair, Ronit, your questions are so universal. I, I JD, you have to answer them. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I get asked these questions, right? So I need someone to help me explain them. Uh, you know, yeah. beyond is is crypto going up or down? They say you know, these questions come up. So, <laughs> but let's yeah, let's yeah. So let's yeah. switch a little bit to talking about the origins of the Matic or Polygon, and then the Matic network and. How did you get into this? Like you were in, yes, you were in software, you were in engineering, you were in the startup world in India. How did you end up to where we are today? So go yeah. back it's four or five years and walk us through that journey. It's a very interesting story, by the way, right? So I was I was doing I was in housing.com as a as a data mm -hmm. scientist. So yeah. and again, like I joined housing.com as a soft as a front-end developer, right? So I, mm -hmm. I was I was building UI, right? And then slowly, right. slowly in two years, I moved from UI to backend and data scientist in housing.com. And in 2017, I kind of, it got sold to PropTiger in India. Uh, and people were kind of thinking about moving out of housing.com or doing something else. And I started applying to multiple companies like Stripe, uh, TransferWise, Flipkart, Amazon. And I, I got rejected from every single big companies. So I thought, okay, let me let me do something my own. So I was doing this side project, uh, which is creating the plat a page where you can post uh, theories, like what kind of theories. So at the time, like Game of Thrones was very popular, like seven or eight, six season or something like that. And then people were discussing after each episode. They would discuss, okay, what will happen to this character or what how the story will grow and what will happen you know like some funny stories and everything and and if you see reddit pages and the uh, and the media pages also kind of you know articulate or call out call it all these theories in, into the pages and do the prs about that so i thought okay, maybe this is interesting maybe i can create a page where people can bet money on these theories and then win if they are if they are right right so <laughs> so I, I i started this page and i wanted to integrate payment and when i wanted to integrate payment i realized okay i need to register a company to integrate payment for example stripe or uh, other apis and they, they they can take like three, some some good percentage of that and if if i'm putting like maybe one dollar on on the theories like it's 
it, it's not feasible at all and i need to kind of think about like how do we make it global like no i, I want everyone to participate not just from the india right so i thought maybe this is the bitcoin thing i'm hearing about maybe let let me look at that and see if i can integrate bitcoin into my platform and that's where i jumped into bitcoin i read about it and and then i i read about ethereum and then i ditched my side project at the time like you know i i, I thought okay this is the good space to be in this is a good problems there are like you know there are crypto activities were going on um people were kind of uh, doing icos and raising monies and everything i thought this is the good space to be in i can i can kind of contribute a lot in this space and i can see this you know maybe find some good problem and maybe build something out of that right and and good part about that was anyone can do this from sitting anywhere in the world you don't need to kind of protect the permissions or do anything else so i just kind of started my freelancing projects to help people to build solidity projects um and and then i realized okay this is the scaling is a big problem in this space people are people started doing uh, implementing or uh, building something but it is not good you know ux wise is bad and as a developer i thought okay no, no this is this scaling solution no no one will use so maybe I, i need to create my own and let's see if it works and that's where metic was born right so it's it's like very like you know so you it started with game of thrones gaming yeah. internet payments <laughs> online trying to fix a broken payment system and now we're in a multi-billion dollar blockchain network <laughs> which we're going to talk about but before we get on to more on polygon today's a big day um if you're listening to this live or on replay this is today's a big day in blockchain world particularly ethereum world because something called the merge happened today um jd explain why is it significant and what the implications of the merge are and why were tens of thousands of people watching this live on youtube and i had i had a friend messaging me from the new york at 2 a.m. his time i was like dude what are you doing it's 2 a.m. go to bed <laughs> yeah so uh so the people the people who were building on ethereum or who are building on ethereum knows like this is this is a first step for first step of like huge change in ethereum ecosystem right so as everyone know like uh, bitcoin ethereum using the proof of stake proof of work mining uh, thing before and in that people were kind of burning electricity to generate the blocks verify the blocks and people were saying okay no 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 we don't want to use nfts because it's it's not efficient and you know it's a humanity thing we we don't want uh, uh, game, we don't want games who are using nfts and all those things and with proof of stake with this merge this proof of work will be gone and is gone now already is done so it's already gone and it will work purely on proof of stake system and proof of stake system it means that you put your money in the system uh, as as a, as a participant of the network and then verify the transactions on the on the network and you are not burning electricity you are putting your own money skin in the game in the system and and doing the, your job and you get the reward uh, for for this for the same and that's why like it's very 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 powerful thing uh, in a blockchain world because you are now like you not know, reducing your electricity 
energy consumption by a lot mm-hmm. now it's very cheaper it's it's uh, some people some posted about you know it is burning less electricity than that paper company itself right so now like it's is very very much like you know efficient um and also like now in proof of work you have some difficulty you need to chase after to create the block and there is a time is very uh, uh very much important like how much time it takes to create the block now like you know now that there is a proof of stake system you can change your things you can play around like multiple things you can you can introduce um sharding going forward all those things you can do uh, mm. with this merger so that's why very it's very important for ethereum ecosystem and in in blockchain in general before I get Gaurav in to talk about scaling the business and scaling Polygon, I have one last question on what all of this means for Polygon uh, and for Ethereum. So, as you said, um, you give a nice, simple illustration of this is very eco-friendly, uh, moving from proof of work to proof of stake. I think people are saying with 99 point something, something percent reduction in energy. So that's all yeah. clear. This is good for uh, the environment, sustainability. But what about scalability? speed, fees, costs of transactions, how does that change in the near future or in the intermediate future? And what does all of that mean for, for like the Polygon's reason for existing? Yeah, so people often get confused with the merge and the scalability. Um, mm-hmm. It won't increase the, your TPS. You, it won't increase your uh, transaction per, per, per particular time period, right? It, it will remain the same. Definitely, uh, you have like now one second or two second less time to create the block. Uh, it might increase like a little bit of TPS, but not like thousands or millions of TPS, right? So that's very, um, that's not possible uh, with this merge at all. Uh, on, on in terms of fees, I would expect like it goes a little bit down uh, is my is my theory, but it might not happen because you no know, validators are like now taking a as a pro validator how they want to kind of you know, go about the fees itself. But now like we are reducing the um, the consumptions of the uh, of the um, elect, uh, energy like in, in like in reality on on the theory like it should, uh, your fees should go down. Right, but the problem was that like there were few miners creating the blocks before, and they were uh, burning the electricity uh, with their own monthly bill and everything. Now mm. there are like thousands or hundred thousands nodes running uh, creating the block. So they also need to when they get that done to create the block, they need to also make sure they take the fees out of the system, which supports them for uh, for the longer time. So. So in reality, the fees might not go down. Uh, so, so for the TPS and the fees are not going away or not going mm-hmm. down at all in Ethereum. Definitely, in the future, maybe sharding comes. Yeah, this might change. But even if the sharding comes, then now like you you might have a, another trade-offs, right? Mm-hmm. Now like you, currently you are making a one transaction to do for the one one transaction for the Uniswap, the same transaction you are doing for the Aave, multiple DeFi protocol in one transaction. But if sharding comes, then maybe your protocol will be in the different shards. So you're now like making a multiple transactions to do that. So it's in the overall in the you know overview, like it's hmm. it's very tricky uh, when sharding comes. And also sharding comes it it won't kind of you know, 
scale your transactions to millions of TPS or something, right? It's still like a very, very different uh, scaling mechanism than the layer twos. In terms of layer twos, like they use different technology itself to do that. They rely on the security of the Ethereum. So for them, it's a different thing, like how they would uh, consider a TPS or fees differently than Ethereum itself. So yeah, so yeah, again, like, so in short answer, like no merge won't uh, make your transaction cheaper or faster. Got it. I want to bring Gaurav into the conversation because I think he's got lots of questions about use cases for um, this, the technology is cool, but what are we going to use it for? And I'm sure he's got lots of questions also on like just building businesses, which he's got lots of experience in, in both building and investing. So Gaurav, over to you. Thank you so much, brother. It's a pleasure to have you on. You know, it's very, it's very rare that uh, we get to come across people that come here and and say, hey, listen, you know, I don't want to fix one problem. I just want to fix the entire infrastructure from a root problem, you know, from a, you know, I don't want to build another car. I just want to rebuild all the highways, <laughs> you know, because that's essentially what it sounds like you you took forward with your challenge when you, when, you know, Matic was born. But just looking from a timeline perspective, how old is Matic now? So it's, I, uh, I roughly started this in, late 2017 october around october 2017 so it's like five almost years. five years yeah right and you know that's that's the interesting thing right when you're building a, a layer from scratch and then you're allowing people to consume it and use it for the benefits of which you reconstructed it in the first place from what you saw as comparable layers out there in the ecosystem what are you seeing as the main use case that's being adopted in you know, in terms of people that are trying to solve traditional problems or people that are trying to create new businesses or ideas, because the creativity is there. But what are you seeing from your visible point of view? Yeah, so I see this uh, blockchain use cases in different categories, um, and each category might have different trade-offs and need to evolve before we reach. Uh, particular bigger use cases, for example, um, DeFi, right? So DeFi was on the hype uh, a few months back. People were talking about DeFi is the future. And then what happened is that the liquidity got out of the DeFi and then the DeFi kind of stuck um, at, at some point right now, right? So currently, like, people are using DeFi. People are, people are trading on the Uniswap. They are exchanging or putting money in the Aave you know, borrow uh, lending borrowing protocols, but are still like, you know, we need to figure out a way to bring more liquidity from non-crypto world to crypto world, first of all, right? And for that, we need to fix like multiple steps. Uh, for example, like you know, currently, uh, as, as it's key, you, you guys would know, like, you know, currently like banks are exploring uh, crypto world, but still like, it's still far, far away than what we, what we think it is, right? So in the end, like I was, I was thinking about, okay, what about the NFTs now? So NFTs also like people just creating the shitty NFTs or BFP everywhere, but we need to figure out a way to sustainable um, use case for the NFTs in the future. Maybe some triple like games would come, change this, uh, the game of NFTs forever, maybe exceed the same with the play to one, but still like we, we, we are far, far away from the, um, this world, right? And then DAO came and then people realized, okay, shit, like DAO, people want going to kind of you know, contribute to DAO as we expect it to be. 
humans are humans right they they, they can just can uh, they have like limited time limited mind space so they cannot just forever put the efforts to maintain the dao or do the work so what i feel is that uh, seeing this trends and everything i i feel like you know, gaming would be a good uh, place uh, to to start on the blockchain use cases and see like how it 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 will go from here that is one I, i'm i'm very bullish on and the second part i'm 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 thinking about is to like how can we merge the fintech and the crypto uh, away which basically allows us to fulfill the the initial promise which bitcoin made right so Bit bitcoin was thinking about okay how can we move the money from one place to another place a better way without kind of you no know, hopping through multiple uh, and you know hoppers in the into the middle and i i'm seeing some uh, few, few people are kind of integrating the crypto cryptos with the fintech uh, products and i i feel like this is a good start uh, to explore the blockchain instead of going wild with the defi or uh, going wild with the dao uh, in general so yeah so again like you know, so, sorry for being like very like subjective here but it's it is what it is yeah so it's like asking somebody what's the what's the web being used for you know so it is a large question yeah, yeah. there but yeah. you know from your answer it seems like it's going to be largely financial looking at gaming and looking at other spaces as well from an infrastructure point of view in terms of actually further developing what it already exists in terms of blockchain or crypto environments that you're trying to help will see it run more efficiently effectively is what you're seeing on a large yeah. scale right large movement yeah yeah now i know that polygon you as you know like tezos you get involved in certain ecosystem projects you get involved in certain segments as well where is polygon actually as a team or from an investment point of view also focusing is it the same three streams gaming fintech and and various other movements just on the chain where are you spending your time so currently like you know a good part about this hype is that we also see people coming to us in a different hype cycles right for example if 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 we are in the daos hype cycle we are seeing more and more projects building uh, something related to dao similar to gaming and defi right so we as as a, as a platform don't want to focus on particular one thing or betting bet on those things we we are open to okay open to people like whatever you want to build build on us we, we are fine if you are building dao defi or, or or nfts right and we don't know like what would work right so for example defi was going great and then something you know with xc like nft kind of you know, uh, went on the hype so we cannot just kind of you know go okay guys like we don't want to do nfts we just want to do defi we cannot do that as a platform right as, as a, consider about aws or stripe they don't care like you no know, what kind of applications you build on top of that um and they are they are they may they might or put some efforts where they think okay this might go big uh but for people for the developers they cannot restrict or they shouldn't restrict um on particular use cases and similar for us uh, on the investment perspective uh, currently we are much focusing on uh, you know bringing the big uh, web2 uh, brands and web2 gaming into the into this world because we feel like they have a distribution with the user they have everything why not kind of we use that distribution to 
uh, scale uh, blockchain or put them on the blockchain and that would be the maybe good uh, way to start this whole uh, ecosystem right um, it, it, that's why like you know we are putting a lot of efforts on the starbucks as you can see this metaverse and uh, meta itself and multiple other brands so that is that is one like big thing we are big focus we have uh, right now and on the investment side of course like we are uh, investing in a lot of games uh, recently um, and defi as well um, so yeah and you know when you provide an infrastructure for people to build on top of right you're continually trying to improve the rails yourself essentially which is what it is how big is the team that's constantly working on building out the platform or providing support for people to learn and develop as well because you can only expand as much as other people can build as well as you yourself can refine the infrastructure so if you can if you can give us some insight into how big polygon team is right now and then also how fast you're seeing other people being able to adopt the ability to code and build on top of matic as well so uh over the one and a half years like one and a half years like we grow from 40 people to 550 whoa right and yeah and Is that global including or geographically all global in? global global yeah so uh, because we also acquired a few companies uh for example Hermes, zero so they also kind of you know included in this number um and what happened is that when when we were 40 people like if for example someone comes to us and say okay we want to build on your platform can you help us and to be honest like even us co-founder were in the telegram group answering their questions wow. uh i even coded uh recent like you know in the last uh, i remember i i even coded or give example of ave governance bridge uh because they needed some help so i coded that and gave it to last year maybe you know to them <laughs> nice. uh, to the developers and they get modified or use that as a reference point right so so we did kind of you know, supported uh, people a lot uh, even even now like you know we have a big team on the solution engineering integration which goes out there uh, you know for the developers if, if there's someone comes to us like we we sit down with them uh, you know we gave like example okay what what how you can build these things for example nft meta right meta wanted to do some bridge so i was on the call explaining the bridge right mm -hmm. so we we did that a lot and now like we have a big team uh, so we have uh, people for the integrations and solutioning engineering doing that and if we think okay this kind of solution people need more and more we built that in house for example we we created the marketplace before uh, which people are using we we created the bridge uh, for the multi chain world where if you see wallet.polygon.technology you can also see the bridge there so few things we already built in house so people don't have to build it uh, we also created a design system for people who are want to build some applications but uh, uh, don't have a designer or ux guy so you can just use our sdk to build those things we created the widgets so people can just integrate directly for the bridge and for the on-demp off-ramp all those sort of things we we, we kind of you know, started building in-house also it sounds like you know you're trying to i, I don't know have you got a formal academy uh, where people can train and learn these tool sets so we SDKs? yeah so we have yeah we we have that uh we are also working on the 
but there is the thing called polygon village where we can kind of you know ask people to join it we help them with everything to explain them how it works help them with the grants and everything so end to end solutioning right so we, so it sounds like you're trying to move towards almost like a, a no code platform you know i can adopt i can click i can do a eventually yeah. that's a utopian view of course that will never happen yeah. <laughs> but it it allows people to experiment more on what they want to bring to the rails whether it's different application because right now my understanding is there are 37000 decentralized yeah. apps on 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 polygon itself right and and that rate should be increasing and you know coming back to to this matic was born in india technically i know it's meant to be a, a global solution and it is to some to some degree of what you're talking about but i'm curious from the ecosystem in india itself when it comes to matic and and the metaverse how are you seeing that adoption in terms of a focal point for talent and development is it uh, is it going to be the place on which you know there's going to be the biggest hub or is it spread all across the world evenly what's the pool of people and developers and adoption in india versus elsewhere given that it is born in india technically yeah so i want to talk about this um, in multiple places where i say um, you know india it's a until then like people developers in india were building products for india uh, not for the world right and now with polygon that is changing uh, people are actually inspired by the polygon i've seen lot of messages from everywhere whenever i go on the indian uh, meetup uh, they say okay we are inspired and we want to do something as well so i realized that now people get that you know mindset okay we can also build something out of india for the world which was not the case before so for example if you wanted to build some fintech product people were moving to silicon valley to build something for for us right i i've seen that and people have done that people people moved from india bangalore to sf to raise money in the in the past and now this is not the case right so we have seen like people a16z coinbase ventures uh or lightspeed and multiple other entities or investors like investing in india directly even if the founders are not uh, in us and that will basically change multiple things so not before like people good developers good builders were going out out of india now they are staying in india building for the india and the world um, there are I, i'm not sure if you know that this uh, a product called juno they were in the sequoia uh incubation and they are creating the fintech slash crypto kind of no product and they are out in india building for the us market interesting so i'm seeing yeah so i'm seeing this lot happening and obviously india has a good builders entrepreneurs and developers as you can see like every com- big company ceo is in indian so i'm very confident on you know if people don't move out of india and build something out of that um that would like you no know, concentrate the web3 ecosystem further more into the indian territory if obviously government supports that um so so yeah i mean i'm seeing good startups coming out of india in web3 space um but i i i, I want more uh, definitely i want more people to build in web3 um few developers are moving like many developers are moving from web to big companies like you know udan or multiple other big companies to 
to Web3 ecosystem. They want to learn, even if this company is small, they want to join that small startup over to Web3 uh, DeFi or NFTs. They want to learn more and do something. So I, I feel like, no, that, that, that's good for India. I think, uh, you know, there, there are so many questions I have, but unfortunately time, time is limited. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pull the last question from the stack that I have and, 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 and bring it up. We're sitting in Dubai. Okay. And every three days, there's a major conference, a major event, and there's a major group of people who are here talking about metaverse, NFTs, crypto, blockchain. And there is a movement happening here, right? And it's been happening for a little bit of time. And I wanted your perspective, you know, understanding, you know, we talked about government, you talk about friendly ecosystems, right? A lot of people are moving to this part of the world. And I think a lot of your team is also actually also here, but not, you know, Singapore or Bahamas, you know, other places. Give us your viewpoint on what you're seeing and your perspective on this take of, this place becoming a major hub for the region as well when it comes to the metaverse, crypto, and blockchain. Definitely. So Dubai has made it clear that we are supporting crypto. Uh, we want to create a sandbox for the crypto companies. So uh, they allow people to okay, okay, do do whatever you do uh, want to do, but do it in Dubai or in the UA, right? They are also going ahead and giving golden visas to people. Um, so that is a major point for everyone building around the globe in, on the Web3 space. But particularly for India, it is different. Okay, so here is my view. Okay, so why Indian Web3 startups moving to Dubai instead of Singapore and everywhere? Definitely Singapore is still strict in, in the sense that they have like particular policies where they cannot touch or they, they first build the policies or um, legal structure before they allow certain kind of entities. Dubai is other way, like Dubai want more innovations and everything. So that is a huge difference between the Singapore and Dubai. And for Indians, like there are always two choices, right? Either you go to Dubai nearby or or uh, uh, Singapore because three hours flight time for their home from their home, right? And India, yeah. <laughs> and visa of Dubai is very very easy to get compared to Singapore, right? Uh, and third thing is food, right? India loves Indian people loves their food. And Dubai is like a ha, like you know, 70-80% Indian you know, yeah. restaurant and vegetarian and everything. So I think that <laughs> for India, like for me, I think that's that's the those are the reasons. You so heard it. JD, here just to recap, three hours <laughs> flying from mom, visas, and, and more than half the population are Desis, you have very good Indian food. Yeah. That's it, right? <laughs> Listen, if you yeah. want, this is what's going out on our podcast it's official if you want to get the jd's heart it's through his stomach you heard it first food <laughs> first. okay so I'm like the two I of was, us right yeah we won't even give the list of foodie places we go to yeah. ronit i think yeah. that's our that's the next podcast we do food foodies uh, with ronit and Gaurav. but but in all seriousness uh, thank you so much for yeah. you know it, it's it's an it's it's been an incredible short period of time to actually move the way you have 
to scale the way you have. Hats off to you. Hats off to the team. Yeah, thank you. You've obviously got a a culture around you that supports this, which is international. So best of luck with what you go forward with. I'm, I'm curious to see where you are the next time we speak to you. And uh, with that, I'll hand back to my gracious co-host, Ronit, to wrap things up. Thank you. Just maybe if we can stretch it a couple of minutes, couple more minutes, guys, just to I'm game. go beyond. We talked about Dubai, we talked about Polygon, we talked about JD's life a little bit. And if you have, if you want to learn more, just Google him. But let's zoom out to the, I'm not going to ask you to define Web3 for your mother, but let's just zoom out. And how, how big is the ecosystem today globally? How many Web3 developers are there? How many users are there? Can we put some numbers around it today? And this is the hard bit of the question or the harder bit. What does it look like in 2025 and 2030? Ooh. No pressure. Yeah. No pressure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All so, forecasts are wrong. All forecasts are wrong. So we know that. Just, just, just to get us thinking as the final part of this conversation for your wrap up. Definitely. So, I, what I what I feel is that current numbers on the developers and users are not measured. We, you know, I don't have a number in my mind, but I would say like you know, maybe users would be two three millions like you know, who are actively using DeFi and everything. Maybe there are more people who are holding cryptos. I'm not counting them for now. Uh, and for the, for the applications or developers, I would say less than that, right? Or maybe, uh, yeah. Uh, maybe I'm wrong here. Maybe maybe more than that. But what I uh, even a grand sense of like you know eight billion seven billion people around the globe like millions is is very very less or uh, definitely less than fifty million. I would say you know even if I'm wrong, far off this number, and this is very very low um, in general. Okay, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like it will be low lower than you know you would expect. Yeah, and the reason would be kind of you no know, people still like you no know, figuring out the use cases for the blockchain as 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 we discussed, right? But people are still not sure like you no know, where we can use the blockchain and where it would make much more sense. And even if it if it's uh, there are some use cases are there, but it's still unusable for people to you know for for the normal people. It, you you can yeah. see them some some advertises on. It's the, complicated, right? Normal people forget yes, their passwords and. Get locked out of their computers, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and people are using same password for everywhere, right? They, they yeah, yeah, are yeah. even if you just name a Google, yeah. use the password in any website, they will put their Google password there, hundred percent. Like my my father would do that. Like any any kind of you know, the non tech guy would put a simple Google password everywhere. If, yeah, if you just kind of you know, give some hint there, so yeah. this is very hard problem. Right, and what I would see in the future, maybe not 2025. I'm, I'm still not sure, like if this will get solved uh, that easily. Uh, maybe in 2020, 2030. What I would expect is to like, kind of you know people to realize that okay, they don't have to hold their private keys with them. They don't care about their private keys in in the first place, right? Maybe maybe devices, or phones, and everything will have like inbuilt things which comes with that. Uh, all those things, I'm not sure how. I'm just still speculating all those things, and 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 there will be some services in top of that, like similar to right. banks, which basically takes the custodies of things and do the things if you want. Um, only thing I would say is that maybe change would be the 
the infrastructure which people want realize and make everything faster more cheaper for example loans and uh, their assets and everything like nowadays like take a longer time but in the future maybe those things will got very sorted in a way and if you want to build some startups out of that you can maybe use that directly without and not taking the permissions all those things but i'm i'm still not sure how it would happen uh um, like you know obviously they, for that you need regulations and everything so i think yeah yeah that's that's the thing like i'm still unclear on 2023 uh, 2030 or beyond that but i feel like what we need to solve is that you no know, ux of for people getting mm. their assets and everything and yeah. then slowly slowly many things would change over the over the time and, and do you see you guys playing a role in that because obviously another it's a different type of definitely network. the network launched the phone right recently so should i get a polygon phone coming up next year or <laughs> funnily like i cannot say something but i'm meeting someone who are in the phone market oh uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, I think he just announced, pre-announced a polygon phone, there, didn't he? He did. Well, it's, it's not a people are having babies now. They're having kittens. They're like, it's like so, what? Fintech now, telcos. Yeah, it's it's very hard to build phone from scratch and the things you want. For example, mm-hmm. uh, what I would expect is from the from the web3 phone company is to remove the google dependencies and multiple other things which is kind of not possible the way the the whole android is going and and if you want to change that it will takes takes a lot of resources money and time and definitely there is some some maybe there are some things may start with the phone uh, for example the ux we are talking about may start with the phone having a web3 interface or web3 inbuilt features but if you want to put a lot of efforts in phone like you know maybe polygon won't do it but polygon will partner with other phone companies to do that um you know in the, yeah so this uh, that's the thing JD, it's been a pleasure to have you with us today. Um, Gaurav and I, it was a pleasure for both of us to have you, particularly as uh, almost neighbors, uh, not quite, but uh, <laughs> almost neighbors in Dubai. And it's been an amazing journey watching, obviously Gaurav has lived here much longer than me, but watching the takeoff in the last two years or so, when it comes to blockchain and crypto and Web3 in Dubai, I think the story is going to be fascinating. Uh, for a combination of reasons, not least of which the food and the proximity is definitely the Web3 capital of India. So (laughs) thank you so much for coming today. Thank you. And thank Thank you, Gaurav, Ronit. Thank you very much.